Chapter 14 of The Tale of Bobby Bobolink. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Alice Hasty, Bristol, England. The Tale of Bobby Bobolink by Arthur Scott Bailey. Chapter 14. Frightening Mrs. Bobolink Not knowing who gave the strange cry near their home, Bobby Bobolink and his wife held their breaths and waited. They never dreamed that it was their good friend, Mr. Catbird, hidden in a bush nearby, who was trying to imitate one of Bobby's songs. Meanwhile, that fun-loving fellow smiled broadly to himself and giving his tail an upward toss, he opened his mouth once more, only to give voice to one of the oddest sounds that was ever heard in Pleasant Valley. Mr Catbird knew right away that he hadn't caught the trick of mocking Bobby Bobolink, so he stopped short. I wonder what's the matter with me, he murmured. Can it be that I've caught a cold and didn't know it? He cleared his throat and made ready to attempt Bobby Bobolink's song once more. But he waited a moment, for he could hear Bobby talking to his wife. Don't be alarmed, he was saying. It sounded to me as if somebody had a frog in his throat. I hope you're not mistaken, was Mrs Bobolink's somewhat doubting answer. I thought I heard him choke a moment ago, Bobby told her. We'll keep still until we know where the noise comes from. Mr Catbird winced. He was not used to hearing anybody speak of his singing as noise, and he made up his mind that he would sing a song in Bobby Bobolink's best manner. So, again, he opened his mouth. He hadn't sung half a dozen notes before Bobby Bobolink's wife gave a shrill scream. Oh dear! she cried. That's a terrible noise. It hurts my ears to hear it. Mr Catbird had stopped when Mrs Bobolink screamed. A puzzled look came over his face. I don't see what's the matter with me today, he said under his breath. This is the first time I've ever tried to mock anybody and made such a bungle of it. Perhaps I'm trying to sing too fast, he added. So I'll sing slower next time but his slow notes were queerer still. Though he tried to make them rollicking and merry, he succeeded only in giving a number of doleful whines. "'That won't do!' he exclaimed. "'I declare I haven't caught the trick yet!' And to his great distress, he heard Mrs Bobolink weeping. Now, Mr Catbird had only wanted to have a jolly time with the Bobolink family. He had intended to sing one of Bobby's songs a few times, until they were puzzled, and then he had expected to dash out of the bush where he was hiding and have a good laugh with Mr and Mrs Bobolink. But somehow his plans were turning out all wrong. "'What shall I do?' Mr Catbird groaned. "'Here I've gone and frightened Bobby Bobolink's wife. Something's the matter with my voice, and I don't dare to try another song for fear she'll fall into a faint.' Then an idea flashed into his head. If she knows who's hiding in this bush, Mrs. Bobolink won't be frightened. And thereupon he mewed, almost exactly like Farmer Green's cat. 
but the sound was just different enough for Bobby Bobolink to know at once who made it. It's all right, he told his wife merrily. Don't worry, Mr. Catbird is hiding somewhere. He has been teasing us. Then Mr. Catbird came out of the bush and apologised like the gentleman he was. I didn't mean to frighten Mrs. Bobolink, he explained. I was only trying to mock you, but there's something wrong with my voice. I think I'll have to go and see Aunt Polly Woodchuck, the herb doctor. Bobby Bobolink only laughed harder than ever. There's nothing the matter with you, he cried. There isn't anybody that can imitate my songs, unless it's one of the Bobolink family. I sing too fast for you, that's the trouble. Well, Mr Catbird looked vastly relieved. I'm glad to know that, he said, and I'll never try to mock you again. I should hope not, Mrs Bobolink told him, for I never heard such a frightful noise in all my days. End of chapter 14